What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to episode four, week four of Hit the Books podcast. We're here with myself, Jesse Cox. We got Michael Mackey and Tyler Huffnagel. Come on, boys. Say hi to everyone. What's going on, guys? Back for week four. Excited to get going. Hopefully, we can get back on the winning side this week. We said it last week, but I got a couple picks in the books that hopefully they can get some hits for us and make us some money. All right. You guys got any good stories for the people? Yeah, Huff, didn't you have some nice prop bets this weekend? Yeah, actually, didn't start off too good uh, with the team card not going too hot. Went one three, one and three on the weekend. I looked at the Sunday night game, Packers Niners, and I thought I had to make up some units. And I looked at Aaron Jones on the first touchdown, and it didn't hit, but it was a risk free, and I got my risk free bet, and I went right back down on him for the second one. Plus 600, I hit that. That was a nice 175. Was that Brandon Ayuk? Yeah, no, that was the Aaron Jones. And then I waited a touchdown because they scored so fast. And then I go right back for the fourth touchdown. I get Brandon Ayuk at plus 1,200. Bring home a nice 550 bucks. That was a nice (laughs) nice way to end the Sunday night. I'll tell you that. Wish I could hit those. Don't we all? Don't we all? The nice touchdown bets. You got to look at them. You got to look. Let's jump right into it with week four on Thursday, September 30th at 8.20 p.m. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are favored at minus 7.5 currently, money line at minus 370, and the over-under at 46.5. Huff, you got anything good for this one? Uh, Personally, we know how Thursday night football goes. It can always come down to a possession or two. And I think, personally, this one's going to come down to a last-second field goal. I like the Jags on the plus 7.5. I think the Bengals are going to win the game. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if the Jags came out on top and Trevor Lawrence gets his first win uh, the season. They're 0-3. They're looking to turn things around quick before it gets out of hand. Uh, I think we all know this isn't a big year for the Jaguars with a lot of expectations. But I think going into Cincinnati, I think they have a chance. It's a banged-up Cincinnati team. They're missing guys like T. Higgins. He's out still. Um, I don't know. I think seven and a half is a little too much for Cincinnati for me to uh, have them cover. Yeah, you're asking for too much with Cincinnati covering. Seven yeah, they're and a half not. Their offensive line. It's just they just. I mean, they got Mixon. They got the all the skill guys, but the line and the core positions. They just don't have what it takes to win big games by two possessions. I mean, I know Jacksonville's not proven, but I don't know. I like the Jags on the plus seven and a half. So I got a couple trends here. The Jaguars have lost 18 straight games. The Bengals are 6-2 and two against the spread in their last eight games at home. And this is the first time since 2017 that Cincinnati is a home favorite of seven or more points. Yeah, I think that's saying it right there. They shouldn't be trusted on the seven and a half points. Um, first look at this over-under, I like that 46 and a half under. Yeah, I don't think either team could be trusted to put up the points. Yeah. Low-scoring game, plus seven and a half. 17-13 since he wins. It's just two good te- or two teams that can't really be trusted. Um, Trevor Lawrence, you know, he hasn't really showed anybody anything. I was just looking at Trevor Lawrence's number for over one and a half touchdowns, and it was plus one thirty, I believe. I'm not not too fi- one thirty four. I'm not too big a fan of that. I don't think you can. Bet on I can the guy see. Right now. Yeah, he's just yeah, he's not really proven much to me, but I don't know. I like I like Cincy to come out on top here, seventeen thirteen. If you want to take the over-under, I like under 46.5, definitely. But I like the Jags on the plus 7.5 again. 
Let's move on into our first game on Sunday, 1 p.m., the Washington football team at the Atlanta Falcons. We got the Washington football team at minus one and a half, a rather low spread this week. Minus 112 on the money line, the over-under set at 48. The total has gone over in four of the last five games between these clubs. Atlanta is 5-0 and straight up in its last five games when playing Washington. I think that streak ends here. I don't think Atlanta's very good at all. They escaped the Giants last week on a last-second field goal. It's exactly how I expected that game to end. Atlanta just ended up coming on top. But uh, minus one and a half here, I like Washington to cover the spread. Yeah, I gotta agree with that. I just I can't. I don't have too much faith in Atlanta this year. Their defense can't really hang with anyone. And Matt Ryan's washed. Yeah, they're. I mean, he puts. He's putting up the yards. He has seven hundred yards. Four touchdowns, but he has three picks to go along with those four touchdowns. He's a turnover machine. I mean, but he has a guy like Ridley where he can just throw the ball deep, where we said that week one, where you can just throw it to him any play he wants, and Ridley's going to get the yards that he can get. But Which is why Matt Ryan's yards are going to be up a little. Up always, yeah. Up exactly, when he had Julio all those years. and I mean, he's that kind of player. He can throw the ball, but they're just their line is so bad. Did you see that thing with the guy they drafted? He said, if you, don't, if you want your quarterback to be protected, draft me. What's his name? I can't think of his name. I'm going to look it up. He's tweeted out like during the draft, if you want your quarterback to be protected, draft me. And last week there was a picture of him getting pancaked and Matt Ryan getting absolutely <laughs> blown up, dude. It was so funny. That's so Atlanta. I got to find who this is. All right. I found his name. All right. Jalen Mayfield from Michigan. He tweeted, he quote tweeted a video of his highlight reel and said, if you don't want your quarterback hit, take me. It's that simple. And, and then there's a picture. There's a picture of him getting absolutely flipped by who the Falcons play last week? Giants. Giants. They're, I don't know who this on the Giants defensive line, but, <laughs> but somebody on the Giants defensive up. line. He got blown, blown up. Blew him up. But and yeah, I don't know. I like Washington minus one and a half. I think yeah, we don't. I don't have too much faith in yeah, the Falcons whether they're at home. Yeah, give me Washington. The next one o'clock game: Detroit Lions at the Chicago Bears. We got the Chicago Bears favored at minus three, minus one fifty four, and the over under set at forty two. And yeah, two more awful teams here. I mean, it's just a bad game. Yeah, with the quarterbacks missing for Chicago. I mean, Fields didn't look that good last week. Fields they had forty six yards offense. They yeah. were terrible. I think I think the Lions win this one. I like them plus one thirty. Um, Jared Goff hasn't really had a bad season. They're zero and three, but the teams that's it. The teams just been yeah. I agree. I he mean, has no one, no one to work with. I'll give him the three just in case. The minus one twenty two. I definitely like the Lions on here. the road, but yeah, I like the Lions. I'm gonna give him the three. Justin Fields just can't just play on the NFL road. level. They're, he's hurt. He's not playing this week. Him and Andy Dalton. Him and Andy Dalton. Yeah, and that, I I saw something. Maybe their third string guy might not even be able to go. Oh my God! Lions plus three, what? book it now. Yeah. yeah, Lions plus three is a lock this week at minus one twenty-two. Looks like it might start to move. Yeah, it's going. It's definitely going to two and a half very soon. Minus three for Chicago, sitting at plus one hundred. And moving forward, we got the Tennessee Titans at the New York Jets. We got the Titans favored at minus seven, money line at minus three thirty, and the over/under set at forty-three and a half. The Jets are 9-2 and two against the spread in their last 11 games against Tennessee. And Tennessee is 5-1 and one straight up in its last six games on the road. So, what are you guys thinking? I think Derrick Henry runs for over 200 yards. Yeah, Tennessee minus 7. I like 
Tennessee is going to steamroll them. Yeah, Jets. The, the Jets are – I, I have faith in the Jaguars this week to turn things around and cover a seven-and-a-half point spread. I do not – I wouldn't put my money on the Jets if they're probably eight-and-a-half in this game. I'm look, probably – Zach Wilson is awful. Yeah, the, he looked terrible again last week. The Jets are bad. Jets are probably the worst team in the NFL. There's not many teams I would think that they could beat. They really are. Uh, Jets, Falcons – the Falcons at least have like a proven quarterback and a receiver. Yeah. They just don't have anything else. I really like Tennessee minus seven here. Yeah, Tennessee minus seven. All right. Now we got the Cleveland Browns at the Minnesota Vikings. We got the Browns at favorited at minus two. Money line at minus one thirty four and the over under set at fifty one and a half. I think I'm liking Browns minus two here. Got some trends to follow up on that. Cleveland is five and one against the spread in its last six games on the road. Cleveland is also 4-1 against the spread in its last five games. So a lot of games covering. I like their chances here. I agree. I think the Browns are still a little underrated. I think minus two here is free money. I don't want to – it could be a trap game. That's, then again, that's but, the only thing I'm thinking is this could – like last week how you said that. Minnesota was a trap game last week. They're not going to do the same Seattle. thing twice. And we took and we, Seattle. We fell into it. We fell right I'm just into hoping it. that I'm not falling into it Into again. it again two weeks in a row. Browns minus two. Hopefully not against the Vikings. Yeah, I think Browns cover here with uh, flying colors. Yeah, I like, I like Cleveland. That over-under is kind of scary because it's in a dome. Minnesota is inconsistent as hell. Cleveland always has a high over-under. Yeah. Their defense is so good. I just don't see Minnesota scoring a lot of points. Yeah, Browns minus two. Next up, we got the Colts versus the Dolphins. Dolphins are minus one and a half at minus 136. The over-under set at 42 and a half. This is a, this is a tough game to bet on, Huff. What do you think here? Jacoby Brissett playing, playing his old team, the Colts, coming to see his new town, Miami. Um... One and a half is a spread where I'm just going to take one of the money lines. You're just going to take the money line. You're not going to take one and a half spread. Um, Did you end up finding out if Carson Wentz is playing in this game? Oh, I did not. That could change things here. Because I do like the Colts. But I also think Brissett is... showed last week that he can put up points. I think if Carson Wentz plays, then yeah, that's, Colts are a lot. That's going to be my determining factor. If Wentz is playing, I'll take the Colts on the plus money. Uh, it says he's injured. I think Eason's playing. Who's Eason? Jacob Eason. They drafted him last year. Over under 42 and a half. I don't know. That's low. And it's the under is favorited. I don't know. Um... I like the Colts a lot, and that's why I'm thinking I want to do Miami at home. Miami is 6-1 and one against the spread in its last seven games at home. Give me Miami. Wentz will be limited at practice Wednesday. Um, no, no doubt regarding the signal call. And, uh, I will double down on Miami. Miami money line. Miami money line. All right, Miami money line. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got the Carolina Panthers at the Dallas Cowboys. Mackey and his Dallas Cowboys are favored at minus four and a half. Money line at minus two twenty, and the over under set at fifty and a half. No McCaffrey. Can we talk about that slaughter fest last week? You're playing Beals Eagles, dude. 
Beals Eagles. Everyone wanted to take the Eagles. Everyone wanted because of the Eagles. one guy that had seventy one thousand dollars riding on the ride Philadelphia the Eagles. Eagles. Everyone dude. forgot about Dak Prescott. Why does everyone always think that when they make these crazy parlays, they're like, "All right, Sunday night football and Monday night football. I got to do the crazy underdog to try to get the big payout." Like, I'm not it's saying not I could hit a sixteen legger, but Philly is not good. Yeah, everyone why, forgot like, Dak Prescott. Dude, and I, his I, potential. T- I didn't take any spread on that game. 41 points. I loved Dallas. I loved Dallas going in. I should have taken it. You know what I did take that you taught me? The first quarter tie. And Dallas was driving. No. Dallas was driving down the field, dude. It was 7-7. I was freaking out. (laughs) I was freaking out. They were in field goal range, and the time was just ticking. It was like like a minute 30 left. And uh, that's when they threw the touchdown to the – what's the tight end? 86? Dalton Schultz. Yeah, they threw the touchdown to him before the end of the first quarter. And I was just like – I was sitting there. I'm like, all right, we got a minute 30. Let's go, Philly. Let's get (laughs) the ball in the end zone. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Little did you know. Yeah, 14-7. All right, Dallas minus four and a half against the Panthers. No McCaffrey. I I think the Panthers are going to struggle. They got that 3-0 record going into this game. But uh, without McCaffrey, I think they could easily go – it's fall to three and three very fast in the next three. And days. they also had a pretty easy schedule, in my opinion. Yeah, it's um, like, did you see the the meme about the Broncos? They were like the Bron the Broncos three and zero, and it was like the Homer Simpson thing where he's holding back all the back fat, and it was like the the teams with the combined the record of zero and nine. Yeah, it was like the Giants zero and three. Who was the other one? Who else zero and three? Who have they played? The zero and three Giants, the zero and three Jags, and the zero and three Jets. Three worst teams in the league. Give me Dallas minus four and a half here. I don't know how we just stumbled onto the Denver Broncos from this game, but give me Dallas minus four and a half. <laughs> talking about three and zero teams that shouldn't be three and zero. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were talking about the Panthers with three and zero, and then yeah, right. Bang. Back on track. And next we got the New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints. We got the Saints favored at minus seven and a half. Money line at minus three thirty-five, and the over/under set at forty-one and a half. Mackie, take it away. Yeah, I know how bad the Giants are, but they always tend to cover spreads, especially ones that are seven and a half. Yeah, this is a bigger spread. Um, they're. I don't think they're gonna win this game whatsoever, but I do see them covering seven and a half. Saints come out on top. I I think so too, and I just happened to make a stumble upon a little teaser that I like. Just now. Via the via the FanDuel sportsbook app, not sponsored. Uh, we're going to take Saints at minus 7.5 and, and the Chiefs at minus 7. We're going to give them both 5 points on the teaser. Little two-leg teaser, 5 points. Makes it, brings it down to, or brings your odds to minus 110. I think the Saints cover that field goal. You know, they're at home. I don't know personally if they're still playing uh, on the at their neutral site for because of the hurricane. But I do like the Saints to win by a field goal. And back to that, or looking ahead to that Chiefs game, I think that Chiefs minus seven, taking it to minus two. I think going into Philly, the Chiefs are going to win. Coming off two or two losses, I think Mahomes is going to go off this game. I don't see how that doesn't hit. I'm a big teaser guy, Huff. You you showed me teasers, showed me the way of the teaser, if you will. Uh, I the don't see how is, that doesn't the hit. The key is to stick to like two or three legs, and you can make some serious money on teasers. Absolutely, you can't get too ridiculous. Yeah. All right, and that's a good segue into the Kansas City Chiefs at the Philadelphia Eagles. That 7 for the Chiefs, minus 310, and the over-under set at 54.5. Anything good on this game, boys? 
I get. Uh, I kind of gave my two cents. I think the Chiefs <laughs> win. Um, I think they win. I like them. Give them in the. I don't know if I like the seven. I think I do. Actually, who am I kidding? Yeah, I like the seven. I think the Chiefs kill the Eagles here. Probably by ten. Eagles to are thirteen. Bums. Eagles even at home. I'm taking Mahomes. They just they're off two losses. I think they're gonna come into this game maybe thirty eight. 13, like something crazy. Pat Mahomes is going to come in and drop a bomb on Philadelphia. He's yeah. going to put up at least 40 points. They're clearly going to win here. I got Kansas City is 11-2 and two straight up in its last 13 games on the road, and Kansas City is 20-5 and five straight up in its last 25 games. Yeah, they're... So, they haven't been covering spreads lately. Right, That's I have nothing against the spread for the Chiefs. I got Philadelphia is 4-1 and one against the spread in its last five games at home. So they're covering spreads, but I don't think they're going to be able to do it this week. No. Yeah, they also just come up, came up and ass-breeding themselves, so their confidence isn't too high as well. Yeah. Uh, give me the Chiefs minus seven, but don't forget about that little teaser. It's bringing them. I like those minus 110 odds on the Saints and the Chiefs. But looking right into this next game, we're going to take a look at the Houston Texans visiting the Buffalo Bills. Biggest spread of the weekend. We got... Uh, Buffalo sitting minus 15 and a half, minus 114, looking to go to minus 16 and a half, maybe minus 16, uh, over under is 47, even 47 and the money line for the bills, 1500. I personally think the money line is a lock. I think everyone <laughs> listening should put their whole bankroll on the minus one, 1500 rather. And I think it's a lock. I take think out. you're going to make all your money back and then put, some. Take out a loan. Put 15 bands on the bill. Yeah, put money 15 line. bands on it. You win a band. You yeah. know what? Just for the fun of it, you should go up to your local sports book, <laughs> your casino, and place it live so you can get the bet slip and post it and get on all the cool social medias. Yeah, and you can be like that guy. Maybe DraftKings will fly you out to Vegas to watch the game. Just because you bet on a minus 15. <laughs> a minus 1,500 money line. Throw 150 on it when it. Dollar fifty or fifteen dollars. Yeah, like the pe- the people that say like, oh, we don't unit shame. <laughs> we don't unit shame. I mean, a win's a win. I don't At know. that point, you unit shame. <laughs> yeah, true, true. You don't... <laughs> Yeah, bills fifteen minus fifteen and a half. But, stay away from it. Whatever. Yeah, I'm staying away from fifteen and a half. That's They're way gonna too win big. The game. They're gonna win. Forty-seven. Don't like it. I don't like anything about this game. Not much else to say. Not right. my cup of tea. All right, Cardinals Rams. First four o'clock game. It's a good game. It's a good game. We got both 3-0 and teams coming in. The Arizona Cardinals visiting the Rams. Rams sitting at minus 4.5. Stafford and everything's look good so far this season. You know, I, th- I think that's why the spread is sitting at 4.5 here. But you look at the money line at minus 240 and the over-under 55. You're going to have a high, a high over-under with two teams that are 3-0. and uh, I think the... I don't know the even number on fifty-five. I never really liked that play. I'm not an over/unders guy, as we all know. But yeah, in the dome, Stafford's look good. But I think this is where you see if Kyler Murray is really about it. Yeah, I think the way that he plays this game shows because he can win MVP. I think he's a good MVP candidate this year. He could. I think so too. But this is going to be a test. This is a test. Tough tough defense. See what he can do. He's getting four and a half. But I mean, that doesn't that doesn't matter in the MVP race. But in our conversation right now, that does matter. So, so who do you like here on the four and a half? I like the Cardinals, giving them four and a half points. This is going to be a. I think it's going to be a close game. I got the LA Rams are five and zero straight up in their last five games between between these clubs. 
So I think it's going to be a close game. So I think the Rams might win, but I think the plus four and a half is going to be sitting there. Me personally, I'm taking the Rams. I think that this game, divisional matchup at home, Stafford's look good. Cooper Cup's look good. Their whole team has. I think this is a big game for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, but I think Rams, I mean, this is a different story if it's in Arizona, but week four we're talking in L.A. I like the Rams to cover four and a half personally, but I don't know. I can see both ways. I think it's going to be a close game, high scoring, but um, I think the Rams will come out on top probably around like eh, 31-24. Give me the Cardinals here. I like Kyler Murray. I think he's been playing really well this year. You know, the Rams got to lose games. They they got to lose at some point, right? So this could be a game that they lose. You know, they got to play him again. It's divisional matchup. I see where you're coming from. Plus 198 is also good odds. So I like Arizona here. Next 4 o'clock game, we got the Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. We got the 49ers favorite at minus 3. The over/under set at fifty-two, and the money line at minus one forty-eight. Seattle's thirteen and two in its last fifteen games when playing San Francisco. I also got Seattle's six and one straight up in its last seven games when playing on the road against San Francisco. Lot of signs pointing at Seattle. What do we think? Huff, what are you thinking about your about your Seahawks here? They haven't looked good. Um, Ross has, per usual. The rest of the team kind of hasn't. I mean, he didn't play great last week. This game kind of scares me. Seahawks are it's a tough division. They got to win games here. Yeah, that's what I'm division. thinking though. 49ers coming off a loss to the Packers at home. Did they lose two in a row at home? I mean, Russell Wilson's scary. That's you never thing. know what Russell Wilson's going to come like, out. Like I'd rather put my money on Russ than Jimmy Garoppolo, but I was dude watching that game last week, the 49ers have the ability to score. They have a good offense and a nice defense. They're a good team. I just that, haven't watched. I didn't really watch them much last year. They're a good team. Like, And me being a Seahawks fan, I don't really like the 49ers at all. But Fred Warner, that linebacker they got through, that, they got players on, 49, on the 49ers. I honestly think I'm leaning towards a minus three. But I don't know. I probably won't touch this game. It's kind of a scary game for me. Seattle's been struggling heavy. I don't yeah. know. I want Seattle to come out and play well. I like the minus three, I think. Or excuse me, the plus three. I really hope they can make things work this week. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. That's kind of all I have, too. It's kind of a scary game for me. Like I said, uh, I'm probably leaning more towards 49ers, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm not going to touch this game, but I'm going to root for my Seahawks through and through. Yeah, I like the Niners money line here. That's all I really got for this game. going to be a good one. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Next, we got the Baltimore Ravens at the Denver Broncos. We got the lowest spread of the week at minus one. Money line at minus 108 in the Broncos' favor and the over-under set at 44.5. Baltimore is 8-2 straight up in its last 10 games, being favored also at minus 108. Excuse me, they're even. Denver is 4-1 straight up in its last five games when playing at home against Baltimore. And Denver is also 4-1 against the spread in its last five games. I love the Ravens' money line. This is a scary one here. So even. I love the Ravens' money line. As we talked about before, Denver hasn't played anyone remotely good yet. But like you know how those you know how those Instagram accounts always talk about like uh, contenders or pretenders. Yeah, usually the Cowboys, but the Broncos are a three and team that's a pretender. They've they we talked about it. they're 
the teams they played, the combined record zero and nine. You can't say that yet because like, they don't really have any credible wins, but they don't. They haven't lost either. True, they haven't but played bad, I, I I think Baltimore has the ability to go in there and win. An injured Baltimore. I like I I I just think the Ravens have more than just what they have in the running game with the running back position. They got the best runner, quarterback, runner, whatever you want to call him, Lamar. Dude, he's fraud. <laughs> but I don't know. The uh, plus one, if you even want, like, it's not even worth it. Give me minus one hundred eight money line. Oh, it's even. It's minus one hundred eight. Yeah, give me the one. Give me them on the money line. I think. I think they come out on top. I think it's a high scoring game. Forty four and a half is a low number. I think Baltimore it's a high scoring game. game. I don't know what the weather's supposed to be that comes down to play in Denver, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I like Ravens here. I'm gonna go against you here. I'm gonna go with the Broncos. All right. I like the compelling arguments, gentlemen. Next, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Green Bay Packers. We got the Packers favored at minus six and a half, money line at minus two ninety, and the over under set at forty five and a half. Interesting about this game is Huff and I are going to this game at Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Huff, anything good about this one? Um, other than the Steelers have looked terrible the past two weeks. Don't have much Get to rid of say. That quarterback about their performance last week we had them on the minus three regretting it they played terrible but uh there is one thing that i love about this game i'm relying heavily on the steelers getting the ball first i love the first possession punt doesn't you don't get to pick which team it's for it's just first possession punt on Fanduel minus 130 we're hoping steelers get the ball first quick Three and no, out. It's a quick three I'm not. And out I'm not betting. Ben. I'm not betting against my team in the final score, but I'm taking the first possession punt minus one thirty. I think that's an easy prop bet for that game. I'm excited to watch that one hit in person. I like that as well because Pittsburgh's not going to come out strong, most likely, and then they have a good defense to back it if, up. So. Yeah, if the Packers end up getting the ball and they have a chance to start slow, they started slow last week. I mean, they they were winning, but they didn't start right out of the gate. Yeah, I think the Steelers have the ability to stop them if the Packers win the toss and decide to receive. But I honestly think if the Packers get the ball, they're going to kick it. Or if the Packers win the toss, they're going to kick it. Yeah, most likely. I like. They're going to want to put the ball in Ben's hands immediately. I like that. Bet. You know what I mean? I also like Packers minus six and a half here. I don't think. Steelers have any confidence right now. Yeah, I just can't take that. I'm going to the game. Obviously, and you're also a Steelers fan. Yeah. But if I was to go with anything, I'd go Green Bay minus six and a half. I like the first half. I saw a first half Green Bay minus three and a half. That's I think that's free money. It's like I said, it's going to be ten three or fourteen three, maybe worse. Something to think about. Yeah, if the Steelers can get on the board, that could be a problem in the first half. But Steelers are known to start slow in the first half, so. And now for the primetime Sunday night football game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New England Patriots. Tom Brady back in Foxborough. Back in Foxborough. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at minus 7, money line minus 300, and the over-under set at 49.5. Do we see a rather high-scoring game here back in Foxborough for Tom Brady? Personally, I don't see a high-scoring game. I see a lot of Mac Jones not being able to keep up with Tom Brady and his new team. I love Bucks minus 7. I think the spread should be at least seven and a half. Try to get people to bite on that home team to or lose or win by the touchdown. But I love the Bucks minus seven. I don't know about that over under. That's scary in New England. I think Belichick might have. A, I mean, he knows Brady, but 
I think Brady's going to come out and absolutely win this game by more than 10 points. I mean, it's, I love the Bucks minus seven. It's Brady back first game against Belichick. Off a loss last week in L.A. He's coming back. Brady is actually playing. This Belichick is basically is a home game. Let's let's clarify that. The Buccaneers are going to the Patriots. This is an away game for everyone on the Bucs except Tom Brady. This the most is a home important game. player on the field. This is a home game for Tom Brady. Coming home, the New England. They're going to love him. They're not going to boo him. This is not going to be a hard game for him. I don't see them covering seven anyway. I do truly think the fans are going to totally cheer for him and not he gave him, him he handed them six super bowls <laughs> basically handed them to him it's like you said it's literally going to be a home game for him it's going to be a very interesting thing to watch very sunday night football i'm so excited to watch that game minus seven bucks take it walk it in all right now time for the monday night primetime game we got the las vegas raiders at the los angeles chargers we got the chargers favorite at minus three the money line set at minus 158 and the over-under set at 52.5. Las Vegas is 6-1 and one straight up in its last seven games on the road, giving you a little faith for that plus 134 money line. But we also got the LA Chargers are 6-1 against the spread in its last seven games. They're also 6-1 and one straight up in their last seven games. I like the Chargers here. Chargers look real good. Chargers look really good, especially coming off that win against the Chiefs. Justin Herbert just looks phenomenal. I like Chargers minus three. I don't know if the Raiders are getting back Brand or uh, Josh Jacobs this week. I almost said Brandon Jacobs wasn't the Raiders best. are three and zero. Wasn't yeah. Brandon Jacobs that running back for the Giants? For the Giants, yeah. Just, just a pa- <laughs> that dude was sick. You needed a yard. You got <laughs> your yard. But I don't know if the Raiders are getting Josh Jacobs back this week. I'm trying to check that right now. He's still questionable. I mean, the Raiders are three and zero. They've proved themselves. They have. I love I love Chargers. It's a tough three. game. It's a tough game. I Chargers are home, so I think they get the advantage. But I mean, I don't know. You can't. I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, I like. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna. I like Chargers minus three. All right, we finished up with all the games. Now it's time to move into the team card. This week for the team card, we got the Bucks minus seven, Browns at minus two, and the Jags at plus seven and a half. Boys, you want to go over some of your picks for this week? Huff, what do you got? I'm hammering that first possession punt bet <laughs> in Lambeau Field. You love your props. I will be there to watch it. I can't wait. Um, I like Ravens money line, and I like Chargers minus three on Monday night. I got Cardinals plus four and a half. I love Kyler Murray. I already explained it. And then I got Detroit Lions plus three in uh, Chicago. And then for myself, I've got a couple interesting plays. Since we're going to the Steelers game, I have to take the Steelers plus six and a half, hoping for a movement to plus seven, plus seven and a half. It's minute. looking you're, like you're going to get that. I agree. So might wait for that. And then you're going to have to wait till you're going to have to bet that before we leave. Oh, you're right. Sports betting not legal in the state of Wisconsin. It is, <laughs> it is in Illinois. We're landing in Chicago. I can bet in Chicago. True. All right. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Maybe only on the Barstool Sportsbook. But then you're right. Honestly, you might be right. So. But I also have a heavy favorites parlay. I got the Chiefs at minus 310, the Saints at minus 335, the Bengals at minus 330, the Buccaneers at minus 300, and the Titans at minus 335 for a five-leg parlay at plus 287. I think they're all locks. I think you just take the chance, you put some money on it, and you give it a try. You're rooting two ways on Thursday Night Football. 
Not necessarily. It's just room for a close game. Right. Correct. I'm. I, I see it. I'm saying coming. I see it. I just want you to know that that's happening. You're 100 percent right. I understand where you're going for. I guess I'm doing this as a. That's more of a long shot. Correct. You got five like, legs. I mean, not really long shot. They're all heavy favorites, but right. But I'm not a five leg guy. Yeah. But. I like it. Just something to think about. I see some hope. I see some light at the end of the tunnel. I like that. Chiefs. Can you say that again? Chiefs. Chiefs. Saints. Bengals. Bucks. Titans. Plus 287. Titans. Bucks. Chiefs. Love that. Bengals. I can see it. Bengals is the only game that might be. Yeah, we like the seven. Just because it's Thursday night. Only because it's Thursday night. No, I can see that game coming down to a touch or a field goal. Though. If you pull it out, I think. We do have seven and a half. Though. Yeah, seven and a half. So it's like touchdown. We're good. True. Very true. Love it. Seven and a half. Let's go, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, team card box. Time to show up. We've been saying it all season. Is it time for Trevor Lawrence to turn things around? I think it's just about that time. Against Joe Burrow. Bucks minus seven. Browns minus two. Jags plus seven and a half. That's what we got this week. Lock it, baby. Lock it. Let's turn things around. And now we're going to do a little college football here. One game that I was looking at that I liked was... Texas minus five against TCU. Texas had one bad game, and then they got looked past, but I think they have a really good team this year. And then another game that I like is Syracuse plus five against Florida State. Florida State is 0-4. They've looked awful, and they keep getting getting points. Yeah. So um, I like Syracuse plus five there. The one game, one game I'm looking at, I like Florida minus seven and a half going to Kentucky. Uh, minus seven and a half, minus one twelve. The over under is fifty five and a half. High scoring game. Uh, I like Florida to come out on top there by eight or more. Uh, the other one that I was looking at was uh, Penn State, Indiana. Penn State minus twelve and a half at home. Indiana's two and two. Penn State's four and zero. Oh. Um, I just think Penn Penn State's look, has looked good all season. Sean Clifford's looked good. The defenses look good. Um, I think Penn State comes out on top by 13 or more in this game as well. I don't know too much about that over-under. I don't know if uh, Indiana's going to be able to keep up with them in that kind of pace, but I like Penn State on the 12.5 and and Florida on the 7.5 for sure. Yeah, I like it. I also like Penn State on the 12.5 to stripe out for the Nittany Lions. I think they're going to be able to bring a lot of heat against an unranked Indiana team. 500 Indiana team. I don't think they're going to bring too much up to State College. Yeah, agreed. Home game for the Nittany Lions is going to be a good one. Another one I'm looking at is I like Iowa. Number five, Iowa's going to Maryland. I think Maryland, it's looking like it's going to go to minus three for Iowa. I think Maryland plus three and a half, if you can get it before it goes to plus three, I think that's that's a good bet at home. Yeah, I like Maryland there. I think that Tagovailoa kid's pretty good. Yeah, he, he has ten touchdowns and one pick on the year. Yeah. Proved himself. Yeah, he's looked good so far. I mean, he looked good last year, but I think another year under his belt, he looked good week one against WVU. He's the reason they beat us. We had a better team than them. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Maryland, they're 4-0. Iowa's 4-0. Maryland just doesn't have the strength of schedule. I also think Iowa's underrated. Or the strength or of wins, overrated. I, mean. I don't think they play very good teams. Who has Iowa played? It's like I was looking at their schedule. They haven't really played anyone very good last week iowa beat colorado state 24 to 14 yeah like the week before that iowa Iowa beat kent state 30 to 7 the week before that iowa beat iowa state 27 to 17 that was their big win yeah 
Uh, well, they were 18, and they beat 17 Indiana, 34-6. Well, Indiana, that's now week 500. one. That's week one. Yeah, it's now 500. They had a lot of problems coming into the season, and it yeah. just didn't work and out. And that quarterback got hurt, I think. Bryce Purdy? Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. He's Heisman candidate. Yeah. I like my the two picks that I said. The Florida, minus seven, Penn State. But I also like Maryland, three and a half, plus three and a half. Alrighty, and another thing that we're going to start to introduce to the podcast as we get later into the the calendar year, we're going to start to look at you know NBA games, NHL games as they come onto the calendar and onto the onto the page for able to be bet on and watch games. And I think there's a lot of upside this year going into the NHL season, the NBA season. You know, you look at things in the NBA that's happened over the summer, like you know this rebuilt Lakers team or. A lot of the things going on, Brooklyn's getting all their players back. I think there's going to be a lot of things that we're going to be able to talk about and some content that we want to get out to you guys about the NBA and looking at the NHL. I think coming from three former hockey players, two playing in college, one all of them playing in high school and travel when they were younger, I think we have a lot of you know, opinions on the hockey, not saying NHL, that we know too much about that stuff. But I think that um, we're going to be able to bring a lot of content NHL-wise and NBA, you know, I think it's one thing that we can talk football all day, but we can talk college and pro, but I think a lot of the things that we want to talk about are more than just football. I don't know about you guys, but... Yeah, it's important to hop on trends early, anything that we see, because by the, by halfway through the season, Vegas has picked up on everything. So hopping on teams that are really good early in the season is important. Yeah, I'm really excited to jump into to some NBA, especially some NHL. It's going to be a great time. I think we're going to have a lot of good takes, a lot of good things to say, and bring you guys the best we can. And I know a lot of people are probably thinking MLB is going on right now. No one's talking about MLB in the first four weeks. I don't bet MLB. It's too inconsistent. This point, Vegas caught on. It's way too hard to bet. I don't I don't even go there. It's too hard. And just, I, personally, out of the four major sports, I know the least about baseball. So Just scary. And that's going to do it for us here on this episode of Hit the Books Podcast. Be sure to check us out on our various social media platforms, Instagram at hitthebooks.pod, Twitter at hitthebooks underscore pod, website at hitthebookspod.com for all the latest on Hit the Books, and be sure to always study hard. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER.